This episode of Lucas Tigers and Browns is brought to you by PWCC. Head over to pwccmarketplace.com and register. It only takes a few minutes and it's 100% free. There you'll find weekly auctions with thousands of items, all starting at $10, closing every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You have to be registered to bid. They have the most transparent buyer's premium feature in the industry and extended bidding like no other auction house. Give it a try. You might find something you love. Luca Nation, Cage and Andrew are back. Monday evening episode for you guys following an awesome NFL Sunday. And as we do, we want to include you guys in on what we have going on. So this weekend, or maybe Friday, we got an influencer pack from the Arena Club Bleaker Trading. Oh, yeah. And as we always do, uh, we got two of them. And Cage is a huge, huge, huge Yankees fan. So he's keeping his. My, my son already dropped move. it. So I can't Did he really? It's already It's ready. No, I'm just kidding. Look at, you. Look, how upset, oh. look, look how upset you are. You're like, no. Oh, oh, just a big so, one. <laughs> so we have our Instagram community. But really, you guys, the ones that tune in every day that, according to our metrics, listen to almost 100% of the episode, which is unheard of in this clickbait, move on to the next content world. I wanted to reward you guys. So to the listeners, I'll show you guys here on camera. And on the podcast, Ooh. same thing. So this is a Jeter-signed Arena Club oversized slab. I'd say we probably charge infinity dollars for something like this. Large, uh, large slab, Jeter sign. Um, I'm going to find a way to give it to one of you guys. So stay tuned. On Friday, on Friday's episode, you will get an update as to how you can win this giveaway. We're not sure yet. It might be join or whatnot show on Sunday. I don't know. I'm going to think about it all week. But one of you guys that listens on the podcast or on YouTube, this slab is going to a new home the way you, Luca Nation does. So that. that's what I wanted to open up with. We got two influencer packs, and we wouldn't feel right keeping both. We want one of you guys, one of our beloved listeners, to receive it. So feel free to send me some DMs. Be like, hey, I'd be the perfect candidate. Maybe I'll go that Ooh, route. Hey um, I don't know yet, but on Friday, you will have more information. Works. Nice and easy. So now let's get Denver, into the show. Denver, Russell Wilson, throwing like one touchdown. The offense is anemic. He's in first place, AFC West. Got the uh, Raiders with no win. You got the the Herberts. They're one and two. Mahomesies, your homie, my homie. He's two and one, tied with uh, with with let him cook, Captain Russ, Russell Wilson, two and one. Surprised? It's a parody season. I think yeah. I think we saw something similar last year in the NBA, right? There was the dynasty of the Warriors. Then you had the Bucks win in the. And then last year, you, you didn't know the Warriors are going to be the champions, and obviously until they only you did. Like, you a- did. You knew they were going to be the champions. You knew from before they before they tipped off game one. I, I said, <laughs> watch out for this Warriors. Team. I still think this Warriors team is criminally underrated. For you I don't wait for really basketball. S- you make some great calls in basketball. Now that I've become a professional video editor, I can't wait to start clipping your calls. You were on the Grizzlies and the Warriors before the season started last year. Nobody else. You're on Alcaraz before anybody else. I mean, I'm gonna start giving. I'm gonna start giving you some credit. I'm gonna start posting you in my stories because you know you're better you looking than me. Anyway. for World Cup. Ooh, my dad and I were it. talking about soccer. Also, I'll, I'll give. I'll say Brazil is is gonna get to the semis. I think Brazil is gonna get to the final section. And who's Brazil the uh, phenomenal? Who's the best player on Brazil? Guarincha. Uh, 
it's honestly Neymar, but Vinny Jr. is like the it's tough. Like it's it's that uh it's the price discovery. Neymar is fantastic, but his cards sell so cheap. Yeah, and Vinny they've Jr. really is- fallen just like him. <laughs> I I don't know why people don't like Neymar. Because he falls down a lot without getting touched. I do. Is that what makes you cardboard irrelevant if you yes. fall? Well, because he's now a meme. You know, Anthony Davis could put up a great year this year, but he's still going to be street clothes. You know, Neymar could put up a great World Cup. He's still going to be known as the dude who falls down and flops all over the place. So, so yeah, I know we're starting out joking, but let me turn it to like Uh-oh. a really like dark side. Anthony Edwards, after what he said, the homophobic slurs, is he cardboard irrelevant now? I have sold every piece of Anthony Edwards, both physical and digital, that I own. And you know because I was building you know I was building up a heck of a Wait, because of that. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Not One buying thing. Edwards anymore. One thing. Personally or because you think the market will respond? Both. And the market should respond. But both. I mean, whether the market responds or not, it's just not. I mean, look, you, you said this probably more than anyone in the hobby space that I've heard. You vote with your money, right? Yes. Whether it's in politics, with cards, wherever it is, you, you vote with your wallet, right? That's what you say. Well, you know, I get to choose what I spend my money on. And there are enough people out there for me to invest in or to buy as a fan or a collector. And I don't have to put my money into that. So... Maybe, maybe I'm an idiot. That happened but. a few weeks ago, and Cage and I talk almost every day. But that, that hasn't come up. I'm, I'm actually – Yeah. I'm, Remember I'm, how many Edward Silvers? I, I, was, I was stockpiling those. And they were one of the only things that didn't go down in value on Panini right. Digital. And I don't have any see, left. Did you see Leangelo signed with the Hornets? Yeah, I saw that. Buzz City. Is LaMelo an interesting play? Is LaMelo, you know, the Justin Jefferson going into next year as everyone's looking for Scotty Barnes? Do we have an opportunity with LaMelo? Maybe. I mean, LaMelo is yesterday's news. I saw a good story. I don't know who posted it. It was, um, might have been Lamine. Like, what year do you stop being a prospect? I think it had like the Trey Young baby on the diapers and then the Trey Young old Trey Young. Um, you know, it was like first year, second year, third year, fourth year. Like, when do you stop being a prospect? And, you know, LaMelo, it seems like he's been a rookie for three years because of the Panini release schedules. You know, people are still breaking LaMelo rookie year flawless like last week. You know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> the Cade Cunningham rookie class, some of the higher end stuff either hasn't come out yet <laughs> or is just coming out, you know? So it feels like LaMelo has been a rookie for a long time because of, you know, how the extended, you know, release schedule is. But, but, but he's going into Lucas, his third Lucas year, still right? A prospect. Is he? Because he's very young. But I don't think it's a year thing. I think it's an expectation thing. I think you're no longer a prospect when you don't meet or exceed expectations. No, I think that's a failed prospect. I think prospecting means you're trying to get into something before it's discovered. Hence, like, I'm prospecting on gold, right? I'm a, I'm a prospector. I'm going out there to try to find gold, right? I guess there is some connotation to what you have, right? I mean, you know, with, if somebody has failed, it's a failed prospecting. Luca can still turn into more of a gold than he is, but I would think prospecting Luca was buying him when he was five bucks, you know? Right, but the, there's still prospectors in the Luca market. I yeah. think the prospectors have left the trade market. Yeah, I think, I think there's still right. prospectors in the job market. That's true, because this stuff came down a little bit. 
Um, and you're right. I, I think you made a very good comparison, Jefferson and LaMelo. While everybody's looking at Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley and Kate Cunningham and that kind of stuff, LaMelo could be the Jamar Jefferson of, you know, of, of this year's class. You know, week one, he comes out and scores 40 or has a, you know, 35-point triple-double, and everyone's like, whoa, don't forget about LaMelo. And yeah. imagine him and Jell- – and like, imagine him and his brother do some things. What's tough is his main guy from last year, Bridges, is – is uh out with domestic violence he's i don't think bridges ever plays again after the photos i've seen um that's his best talent that's his best offensive weapon that's not a very good team over there in in charlotte yeah i mean you know other people are gonna have to take a step forward i've always said with Lamelo, you know you guys could go back to you know hundreds of episodes ago that he doesn't have the ceiling that somebody like an edwards or even a kate cunningham has i mean you know what you're getting out of Lamelo. You know, he's, he, he can score, but he's pass first. You know, he's a triple-double kind of guy. Um, but I, I don't think he's going to turn into a super, superstar like, you know, type of player. Um, tell us, tell yeah. us what, about your purchase last night. Or was it two nights ago? Really? The Jackie wanna, Robinson? I was going to post a picture when I actually – I haven't paid for it yet. That's okay. Um, it counts. There's no what? real seller. Auction House isn't going like, to cancel the order because Jackie right. Robinson had four home runs yesterday. This is true. No, um, in an auction over the weekend, you know, while everybody was focusing on, you know, basketball cards and, and, you know, and baseball cards and the rookie quarterbacks and stuff, you know, I think it was down on like the 20th page of the auction. Um, I saw one of those really cool Hall of Fame plaques. I've never, believe it or not, I've never been to the Hall of Fame. There's a nice little like never before stated thing on the show or no one's ever asked me that right i've never been to the hall of fame i live in new york it's in cooperstown it's not exactly around the corner but it is a day trip you know i could drive there was in cleveland uh canton i think you mean that's a football that's for football um canton and uh cleveland the rock and roll hall of fame well ohio cleveland i I think ohio but no no baseball hall of fame is in cooperstown new york Um, you've never been i've never been no. That shows how much of a homebody you are. No, I mean, it's not exactly close. You know, it's not exactly close. In New York, New York's pretty – I mean, you know, Niagara Falls is not around the corner from me either. But Have you, know, you been there? That's in New York. Yes, I drove past it once when I was going to court. Have you been to Niagara a Bills County. game? I've never been to a Bills game, no. What are you doing? That's Bills, far, dude. Bills Mafia, dude. That's far. They travel. Yeah, they do with tables. So anyway, I've never been to Cooperstown, but if you go there, they have, you know, they have whole whole thing plaques of people. And what they do is they, you know, you can buy kind of like a paper version of the Hall of Fame plaque. It's yellow with like the bronze kind of plaque on it. Um, And a lot of people collect them autographed. And, um, you know, some of them are harder to get than others. You know, some of the people have been, you know, deceased for a while. Some of them, um, you know, died early. Jackie died in the the 70s, I think. Um, And anyway... Buried amongst all of this ultra modern cards was one of these Hall of Fame plaques, and uh, on the back, I think it said "Best Witches Jackie Robinson," and it was in a PSA slab, and it was graded. His autograph was graded Gem Mint Ten, which you don't see too many Gem Mint Ten Jackie Robinson autos. Now I can't get creative pricing with this because you're all going to go look up what I paid, and I can't flip it on you guys and sell it for you know fifty thousand dollars. But I got to tell you, I feel like I got it for a, a bargain. It almost doesn't matter because I'm not going to get creative with my pricing because this is one of those things that I would just I would just keep, you know what I mean? Like eventually Andrew is going to make me so filthy rich. I'm going to be like Scrooge McDuck yep. swimming in my tower of gold coins. I'm going to have a studio, and behind me on one side is going to be my Jeter 
Arena Club signature cracked in half because Ian dropped it. On the other side is going to be this Jackie Robinson autograph. Like, I don't need to sell it, so I don't have to get creative. But it was, I guess, the, the reason why you bring it up, or a couple reasons. One, it shows I am still buying stuff. I am still in the, quote, game, although this is not a card. Um, two, it's... I have started buying more memorabilia, autograph type stuff. But three, the strategy there, right? Which is, you know, dig deep enough into an auction. If this were in, you know, one of the other auction houses that specializes in memorabilia and had a bunch of like game used bats and maybe some Jackie Robbins and stuff, it probably would have sold for a lot more. But it got buried amongst the Trevor Lawrence cards. Do you feel that in today's market, work ethic is is what can set you apart with this kind of stuff? Like, and it's work ethic. Like, you're not like shoveling, you know, time, like, putting time. in time. Yeah, putting in time. I mean, it's not it's work ethic, right? I'm not like out there, you know, right? But with an axe, like cutting firewood. But yes, it's the same type of thing, right? Like, I I did spend a long time going through all of the auctions, whether it was premiere on Thursday, Golden had a Saturday night auction, you know, the weekly on Sunday, which we went through. Um, there were a couple of other auctions. RR had an auction last week. Some cool type ones that I missed out on of like the Apollo 13 mission, you know, the being broken. You know, you can actually see some of the broken Apollo 13 picture in space. Like there's cool shit out there. At least it's cool to me. I'm sure. Do you think there should be like an Expedia or a price grabber or like a Travelocity that pulls from all the auction houses and brings it to you like, like a little I mean, price comparison though? It would it would only be able to do like you know for price comparison only like you know common stuff but i would love it if the major auction houses got together and like allowed uh, like a boolean search or like you know like a like a a search where you could search put it on auctionreport.com or whatever it is and here i'm searching and jackie robinson auto and every jackie robinson auto in all of the active auctions come up yeah, that would be right. pretty damn cool. That'd be cool, right? Because be we cool. we know it once the cops comps are uh, closed, but we don't know it beforehand. So like, wow, I would have bought that. I missed it, right? Because yeah. maybe I always buy on PWCC, but there was one in Golden. So very interesting. Any recaps? Anything you saw from the football weekend that you want to touch on? No, I mean recap. Um, Luca Blue. Prism was one I was looking at. I wanted to talk to you about that. It, you know, it's down 22K. significantly. Yeah, like twenty-two or twenty-three thousand dollars from you know end of last year was like eighty. Yep. You know, and we didn't talk about it really on uh, like collectible. I mean, Zion Blue is sort of down also. Um, so if you had to buy one, I mean, you could probably get two Zions for the price of a Luca now the blue. Right. Um, you know, which one would you be in? Did so is Luca a buy? Is that card now yesterday? Is that part of the creative pricing of stop buying base and silver, buy the low pop parallels? Is that now done? Is that is that price chasing done on that? That's question one. And question two, did you see Zion's new muscles? And what do you think? So guy I'm buying right now is Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. So Jordan Poole, I bought two of his cards. I bought his next day auto for 650 bucks. And then I, which condition doesn't matter. And it's a Guy created a 10 auto. And I bought his PSA 10 Prism Blue color color match. Same card as the Luca card, uh, just the next year. So the 650 for the next day auto and 1250 for the blue. It's hard for me to justify that Luca's 15 times better than Jordan Poole. Okay. It's hard for me to justify. So at least you tied it back. 
I mean, I said, what do you think about Zion's muscles? What do you think about the Luca Blue? And you're like, I'm well, buying I, Jordan Poole. <laughs> but at least well, you well, back. Well, yeah. Right? Well, it's, it's – yeah. my saying, money doesn't go here. saying even though it's down from 80 to 20-something, I'd rather buy 15 Jordan Pools. You can't justify spending that kind of money on Luca when you think Poole might actually have more upside. I get it. Correct. And same with Zion. I don't see how Zion's blue, which is 10,000 bucks. I saw a similar one. I don't see how Zion is even cl- close to 10 times more valuable than Jordan Poole. Uh, so, so for me, both feel very overpriced. Is it maybe going back to supply and demand that there are 10 times more people who would rather buy a Zion than would buy a Jordan Poole? The yes, 10 times talent been... doesn't always mean, you know, equate you know as someone who watches basketball and i, I take pride you in watch like the game bro. and being a little bit ahead of the curve i, I think that will change I, I think it shifts with performance and i think it shifts with opportunity so i think if lucas team which i don't think their team is very good uh today they said that javel is going to play center and that meets their rotation a little bit better and they're going to bring in christian wood off the bench as a six man christian wood can't really depend i don't have high hopes for this dallas team at all at all. I don't think they're going to be as good as next year. I think they're going to be just an average team. Where I think this Warriors team is absolutely stacked. They have their veteran crew, right? They have Wiggins, who's 27 years old, which is just absolutely crazy, entering his prime. Jordan Poole, who I think he's going to kind of take some minutes away from Clay. And then you have this crop of young talent. So I think they're the best team, and I think he's the best young talent on the team. Not to mention, you have the guy who was picked one spot ahead of LaMelo, has never really played for them, and they're going to add him in this year healthy into some rotation spot, whether Wiseman. he's off the bench. Yeah, James Wiseman. Pick number two. Like, pick yeah. between Edwards. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get out of him, but if it's anything, you're adding that, a, a, a top two pick, to the champions. Right. You know what I mean? And you have Moody, you have Kaminga. This is – that team is poised to make a run. I think they're easily the the, the, the favorites to win the championship. Um, and I, so I can't justify. I think both of those cards are, are, are drastically overpriced. Wow. My dad asked me about that. He's like, "Are you buying Luca?" And I just said, "I can't justify paying Luca's prices, even if they've come down for what, what he's accomplished." I love Luca. I think he, he's fantastic. I mean, I think that's fair. It is exactly why I don't buy Mahomes, even though you tell me to buy him all the time. Because even though he's come down, that, I don't think that's fair, though, dude. Mahomes has a Super Bowl and an MVP. It's true. It's true. And his team is incompetent. They can win the championship. There's no way this match team is ever going to win a championship with the roster as it's built. It, it's just right. nothing Listen. magic happens in the NBA. Like it's your roster. You're a 12 man roster. And here's the only thing that can happen sometimes you have 12 man rosters where you have three really young guys that you could trade for a superstar or a superstar and a rotation piece. If that happens, okay, you could see, okay, if they add this piece to Luca, maybe they do win a championship. Uh, I, I don't see that the way this Mavs roster is constructed, they're anything more than a four or five seed and a second round entry, uh, second round exit with maybe getting to the Western Conference Finals. That's kind of where I, I see it. I'll tell you guys a little opportunity in the market that I think you guys can take advantage of. And you guys can tell me in the comments if you think this is ethical or not. Oh, I like this. Ethical versus unethical. Woo! I'm excited. Well, so Cage yesterday said, like, remember in the 80s, uh, 60s to 80s, the stock market stayed flat. Remember, yeah. In cards, there was a decade where cards haven't gone up and down. Well, 
if you're just purely speculating or investing, that's not good. But if you're arbitrage kind of trading, there's some opportunity. So what I've been trying to do is buy undergraded high demand cards, inspect them, crack them, and see if I could use the other grading companies to help. Well, one card I cracked was a Kobe rookie uh, legacy card. Okay. Kobe, not legacy, Kobe, Kobe Flare Rosero in a PSA 8. It ended for 500 bucks. But the raw cards of Kobe sell for eight, 900 bucks. The same thing can be said about the Topps paper. There's really nice Topps paper Kobe's in a 7 or an 8 that sell for 50, 60 bucks, where the raw actually sells for 120 and 125. Because people think that when they buy the raw, they have that chance of getting the 10. Now, because I know that it was in a slab that was a five, six, seven, eight, etc. Am I selling damaged goods to the market? I'm curious what you guys think in the comments, but I made 300 bucks in a bad crack, a crack that went wrong, right? So it was an eight. I cracked it. I said, this isn't going to do well. This has like a bubble on the top of the card. You take a nice photo, you auction it off. And I made 350 bucks. Thoughts? Yeah. One, you're amazing. Most of the people that I know that get bad crack, they end up in the hospital. You get bad crack and you end up making money. It's just an amazing thing. Uh, I mean, I just, I will say that. Uh, Number two, is it unethical? Absolutely not. What if the person who buys your five crack sends it in and gets 10? Should they message you back and say, hey, I bought this one too cheap? Because we all know that half of these PSA 5s are 9s or 10s anyway, that some grader decided, I got to get my average down. I really believe that the 5s are because, now you want to talk conspiracy theory, ethics, you want to throw it out there, right? They get an average every month. I think the graders get an average. Like, okay, you're grading modern, you're going to be an average, and we don't want your average above 9. Well, the easiest way to do that is just make sure you're sneaking some 5s in even though those fives should be nines or tens. And I'm sure I have no proof to this. This is just me throwing it out there. No proof. I'm not behind Willy Wonka's, you know, factory gates. I'm not in there as much as I want to. This Augustus Gloop right here wants to take a dive into the chocolate river. Wants to go over the waterfall. Wants to win a golden ticket, but can't. I don't know what's going on, but, but that would make a lot of sense. And I know people who got fives, cracked them out, sent them back and got nines and tens with their fives. So as long as you are not cracking out a card, looking at it, seeing that it is smashed up and then selling it, saying, this is a nine. This card is going to grade a nine. This is a mint card, a gem mint card. As long as you're describing the card, you're taking legitimate pictures of the card, and you're being above board on it, I, I see nothing wrong with selling a card as raw. I'm sure that I'm probably going to take some heat for this. I might have had a very different answer from you for you on this issue a year ago when no one got a five. And honestly, here it is. Full transparency. Curious to hear what you guys think. It takes a lot of homework. You have to find the right cards. I, I've seen the opportunity with Kobe rookies uh, because the 10 is so high. I think Jordan would, is another market that you could, could take a look at that because the 10 outpaces the nine, eight, seven, six, all the way down. People are chasing that 10. So it's interesting that that raw card actually outsells a PSA 8. There you go. Remember. I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. I really do. I do. Easy. Crack. 
a little bit of crack. I mean, crack and crack and crack. How about this? Did you have a, did you have a good, did you buy some good stuff over the weekend in the PWCC weekly? Anything I you want to, anything you want to let the, anybody know? Well, I bought the Embiid. I bought the Embiid. Uh, what, what is, what is the deal with Panini preferred 2014? Is that like a knockoff brand? Be honest. I don't know. There are brands yeah. they had that they don't make anymore. You know? Yeah. So this is, it was a Panini preferred. It was a nice card, nice looking card. It was Pop One on card auto, four hundred forty four bucks PSA ten Embiid, and I got the pool. Those were the two big buys. I I, I I wanted to take a week off, dude. Honestly, buying a lot of cards and like running the mystery packs and all that stuff, and like it's a lot. It's a lot of money in, a lot of money out, a lot of yep. tracking, and uh, we're doing some things with the network. And honestly, my goal here is not to let my performance on the show slip. Yep. And sometimes when you lose focus, so I, I went very easy. I got the pool and then bead and then like a few kind of like $20 cards that I just love to like, I just love those cards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I, I can't believe more people don't buy $20 cards. They're the funnest. I, you know what? I think the PWCC scroll is addictive. I've, I've, I have fallen victim to it myself when we're doing our episode and I'm looking up the cards and oh, wow, let me bid on that one. Oh, Isaac Bruce. I loved him as a kid, you know, like, let me get some Isaac Bruce cards. You know, I mean, it's so, yeah, I know what you're talking about with the, uh, with the scroll. Um, yeah, man. I mean, fun stuff. Let's see. Topic wise, what I have for you. Football, um, crazy week, a lot of parody. Basketball will literally be here before you can yeah. say NBA. It's, it is, it is amazing how quickly that will be on us. Aaron Judge is now two for eleven, uh, but the Yankees have not lost since I made my uh, hey sell Judge now. I got a lot of messages from people saying that they have sold Judge. They sold the day or the day after I made that little post because they understand um, that they may be leaving some small profit on the table, but that the run up has just been so much that they're taking their profit. Um, I also got some and great it's okay messages. for the next buyer to profit too. Like it's, it's yeah. that, that's, I mean, if I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm wrong. Yeah. And listen, the Yankees haven't lost since I made that prediction too. Let's make sure we throw that one out there. So Keith, somebody messaged actually... me, you're a jinx. I'm like, I'm not a jinx. They haven't lost. You know, <laughs> the Yankees are on a seven game win streak. But cage, that's actually what, you know, we asked zero sum game or not. Yeah. That's when it's not a zero sum game, right? You took, you bought it early. You took in risk, right? Yeah. You made your profit, but you're leaving meat on the bone. Now the Maybe. next guy who's already see, or gal who's seen Aaron Judge and he's like, I love what he's doing. Like, oh my God, he broke Roger Maris's record, which I actually, by the way, good week to buy Roger Maris maybe or buy because I've never heard his name brought up as much as this entire week. Isn't it a good week it's to good buy Barry Bonds? I mean, wow. unless you unless you have a problem with steroids, I guess. Because Barry Bonds hit 73 home runs in a season. Because Barry Bonds was such a dominant force in 2004. That they that he was walked with the bases loaded, literally intentionally walked with the bases loaded. They gave up a run so that they didn't have to give up four when he hit a home run. He Did was they intentionally the they, no the the opposing manager. I forget who it was. Uh, it might have been Montreal. He was playing against the opposing manager. They were up by two, and Bonds came up with the bases loaded. They walked him and got the out and won the game by one. It actually was the right. Moved by the opposing manager. That's how much of an imposing figure was. He also was intentionally walked more times. Like, I think it, he was intentionally walked. I think it's funny. I think Judge was intentionally walked 11 times this year. I think during that season, Bonds had that many 11 intentional walks over a 17-game span. Like, in a 10% chunk of the season, he was intentionally walked. It, it, 
I know it's steroids. I know it's tainted. But if Aaron Judge hits 60-something home runs, whatever he's at now, Sammy Sosa had three seasons with more than that. I don't 120 understand. intentional walks in 2004? Isn't that intentional walks? That means three out of every four games. He was walked intentionally in almost every game. In three quarters That's how of the feared game. he was? Dude, 73 home runs, and he was intentionally walked 120 times. You and they, walked. I mean, he could hit 100. You intentionally walk someone, you lose a run, and the guy gets hit. I can't do that. But, I mean, that yeah, that would be great. That He he may have, you if you look at his stats, he may have had more home runs than singles. You know what I mean? Like, like he came up, it was a home run. He came up, it was a legit home run. And I just, listen, I love the Yankees. I hope Aaron Judge goes on a tear now and hits four home runs a game for the rest of the season. But he, there are a lot of people who have hit more home runs than him. Like I said, Sammy Sosa has three seasons with more home runs than him. Bonds had 73 home runs. I know it's tainted. I know it's steroids. Mark McGuire had 70. I mean, I know it's tainted. But but what Judge is doing, I know it's an American League record. To me, I don't I don't. I mean, it's a great season. He's having a great season. I'm not going to take anything away from it. He's the MVP. You know, that's a, that's a big deal. But can I throw some more? Because people love my Judge takes, and by that I sure. mean they hate them. Can I throw some more ice water on the air and Judge take? Do you know how many home runs he has? He's 30 years old. Okay, he'll be 31 in April oh, of next year. 200, 220. Like, yeah, like 218, 220. Yeah. Well, I Mike, Trout, I Mike Trout is also 30. And he has 275. Like, no, like, 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 I think it's 375. Ah, exactly. They're the same age. Bryce Harper is younger than Aaron Judge and has a shit ton more home runs than him. Look at all the people who are younger. Mookie Betts is younger than him and has like four less home runs. There are a million people who are younger than him. Judge, and take it this way. Forget about comparing. Let's just talk about Judge. We, we just saw Air, uh, uh, Albert Pujols hit his 700 home run. Everyone went nuts, all right? Aaron Judge is 30. He'll be 31 to start next year. How many more years of prime non-steroid, because all the steroid years clearly don't count, how many years of prime Judge do we have? Judge is not built for to last. Like he's he's too he's a big boy. Let's just That's, say he let's just say five years at fifty home runs a year for the next five years. There's no way that's gonna happen. But let's just say he does that, right? Like complete high side. I'm gonna give the judge fans the best case scenario: five more years of fifty a year. He hits two hundred and fifty home runs. He's still in the four hundreds, and he's thirty six. Pujols just hit his 700th. Like, what is the upside for Judge? There you have it. Pujols is the GOAT. Not Pujols, that not that he's the GOAT. It's just there are so many other people who hit five. Like, at this point, Judge would have to really – he would have to really hit at like a like 30 home runs a year for the next decade to just get over 500 home runs for his career. He'd have to hit 30 home runs when he was 40. That year 40 season, he would have to be hitting home runs to get over 500. And that is like the – that's the number. It's always been the number. You can't forget that he is not as young as everybody. Here's another great comparison. Giancarlo Stanton, right? And I know people hate Michael. when I bring him up. 
Mike Stanton, John, his real name is John Carlo, changes to Michael because people made fun of him. Then he went to Europe, heard people saying names like that, realized that it's, it's okay, that's my name, and then came back and, and said, that's my name, stop making fun of me, and used it. It's amazing to think really anybody people made fun, made fun of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so that, that's, the, John Carlo. <laughs> that's the story on Stanton. But do me a favor. Stanton's a year older than Judge. How many home runs does Stanton have? And I know people are like, oh, Stanton, but Stanton already won an MVP. Which now, after this year, Judge will have one. I, yeah, he has one year older than than Judge, and he has three hundred and seventy five home runs. One more year, older, and a hundred and sixty more home runs. I don't think Judge is going to hit one sixty next year. Consider <laughs> home run every game, right? But where is the nut hugging for Stanton? He's on the Yankees. If if Judge wins a championship this year, Stanton will win a championship this year. He's legit one year older. There's no nut hanging. They just want baseball. People love baseball. They want it to be successful. And they the issue with baseball that I, I came to me as NFL, they're breaking records. You know, more yards, more TDs. You know, you see as the game evolves, records are broken by the modern players. Same with the NBA, with the exception of Jordan. Because what Jordan was doing, 38 points a game, just insane to fathom. But – even now, like we're seeing NBA, we're beating previous records. We're, we're the game is like the current athlete is also better than the previous. 38 when their team was scoring 87. Right. You know what I mean? That's like, the other part. <laughs> it's like, it was also 40% of the team's points, you know? Now that he would be scoring 60. Jordan is just in a world of his own, but baseball, it seems like the best records are so far in the past. It's true. They haven't changed the game for records. You know, base, basketball, they sped the game up. They got the 24-second clock. They put the three-pointer in. You know, they, they actually changed the game to make it easier for the more modern ball. You know, they, a lot less contact. They don't really call traveling. I mean, the Eurostep used to be called another name. The Eurostep used to be called Kobe traveling. Ginobili. It was called traveling. Ginobili. Yeah, well, Ginobili is where you lived as a child. Ginobili. I know, man. I was making my, a, Do you know Chernobyl. my grandma lived in Ginobili? Yeah, this doesn't surprise me. Well, no, she got it explains. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, come on. How am I? What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? It's now off limits. I can't say anything. I'm, I've been broken ever since. <laughs> oh, this poor guy. But you're right about baseball. But now we're I at a point where we're so starved. Facial hair, and it will only grow right from my chinny chin chin all the way down. <laughs> Oh my God, Chernobyl! That was a fun little like movie about Chernobyl. It was like a horror. hilarious. It was a comedy. It was a stand-up. <laughs> it was a horror. Um, I try to think where I was going. Anyway, do me a favor, just for shits. Next time you have two seconds, type in active home run leaders in in MLB. Not for you. I'm talking about the people who are out there. And look how far Judge just cracks. I think the top 25 or top 30. Right, and obviously two holes and Cabrera are gonna be gone. But look at the other guys who are younger and are on this list: the Trouts, the Manny Machados, the Giancarlo Stantons. You know what you're seeing there? You're seeing guys who did it, guys who were the darlings. Cody Bellinger is on that list. He's 26. You know there are guys on the list that had their year. They had two years. They had a run, and now nobody gives a crap. I'm a fearful that that happens with Judge because he's humongous, right? He's a Yankee. 
which, you know, I'm a homer. I'm allowed to say Yankees are better than everybody. You named the whole deal. And for the hobby, being a Yankee allows somebody like Derek Jeter, who was good at a lot of stuff, not great really at anything, to now be a hobby darling. He wasn't the best shortstop playing at the time he played. He really didn't do anything great, but he was above average at everything. And he was a Yankee remember, with a lot of championships. Yeah. Do you remember when one of our, uh, I guess, acquaintances said he was like on the finish line of buying the Yankees? I do. <laughs> I do. I believe so it. Have you bought the Yankees yet? I doubt it. Um, but maybe. Maybe. maybe the That's another down. episode of Luca Nation. We love you. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.